Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Canadians are losing confidence in government leaders and their response to the Omicron variant-fueled COVID-19 wave. Support for lockdowns has dipped to the lowest point since the pandemic began. The Ipsos poll found only 49% of Canadians approve of Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's response to the latest surge in cases and hospitalizations. Nationally, support for Canada's premiers dipped five points since December to 52%. And tolerance for lockdowns among Canadians has dropped even further. 52% of those surveyed said they support lockdowns for as long as it takes to get Omicron under control. But that pales in comparison to July, when Ipsos found more than two-thirds of Canadians would support another lockdown in the event of another COVID-19 wave. So the, the acceptance of politicians and political decisions is being challenged across the country. And there's also a great deal being said and written about doctors who challenge orthodoxy on COVID. And yet British Columbia Chief Medical Officer of Health, Dr. Bonnie Henry, said on Friday, the province is starting to manage COVID like the common cold because of Omicron. Now, she's not saying there's no pandemic. She's not saying people shouldn't get vaccinated. Dr. Henry believes people should be vaccinated and listen to public health advice. But again, the province is starting to treat uh, COVID like the common cold. Dr. Jay Bhattacharya is a professor of medicine at Stanford University. He's a research associate at the National Bureau of Economics Research and a senior fellow at the Stanford Institute for Economic Policy Research. He directs the Stanford Center on the Demography of Health and Aging. Dr. Bhattacharya holds an MD as well as a PhD in economics, also from Stanford University. Dr. Bhattacharya, with colleagues from Harvard and Oxford Universities, wrote the Great Barrington Declaration, which got a great deal of attention in the early days of the COVID pandemic. We've spoken with Dr. Bhattacharya before. Dr. Bhattacharya, good to have you back with us. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me, Roy. How are we? uh, let Let me rephrase this. Where are we in dealing with COVID today? Are we close to the end? Do we not know? What do you think? Well, I think uh, you have to think about the end not as a biological matter, but as a social decision that we make about how to deal with the pandemic. Uh, the, the disease itself, with Omicron variant, is much milder than the previous variant. Uh, it's producing less death and less hospitalization than the per, per infection than the previous variants did, which is incredibly good news. At the same time, we have vaccines uh, in Canada and the United States where we vaccinated very large fractions of the population, especially the older population who's so much more vulnerable to bad outcomes of this disease are now very strongly protected by these vaccines against severe disease and death. Uh, but the, the bad news is that we don't have a technology to stop the disease spread. The vaccines 
don't prevent infection at, or, or do so for only a very short amount of time. Um, and so, and the lockdowns also, as we've seen, despite having sacrificed enormous amounts, people have you know lost their 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 jobs. They've closed down their businesses. They've kept their kids out of school. They've stayed separated from their from their uh, elderly parents. Um, despite all of that, the disease has spread very very widely. Um, so we have no technology to stop disease spread. So the question is, what should we do? We can keep locking down. But with a, with a futile attempt to try to stop the disease spread, or we can accept that we have the technologies to to reduce the harm from COVID and then move on with life, because the harms from the lockdowns themselves are, have been so so bad and so devastating with the health and well-being of the population. Yeah, we've talked a lot about that about uh, the mental health and particularly of kids. Um, who have found themselves isolated from their friends and the uh, social interaction that they require and which helps them to develop, uh, to become adults. Uh, Dr. Bhattacharya, would you remind us, please, what the great Barrington Declaration was? What was the fundamental? So it's actually a very similar idea, uh, although we wrote it in October of 2020 when there was no vaccine. Um, the, the idea is that the harms the lockdowns are really, really uh, uh, devastating to working-class people, to the poor, to the vulnerable, to, 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 to younger populations especially. At the same time, the harm for the disease is extremely age-based. This is a disease that discriminates based on age. It's a thousand-fold difference in the risk of severe disease and bad outcomes with the older population at much, much higher risk than younger people. Younger people, actually, especially children, are more at heart risk in a typical flu year than has been the case from COVID. Uh, so the Great Barrington Declaration called for a focused protection approach, trying to reduce the risk that older people face harm from the disease, while at the same time a return to near normal life for the rest of the population, especially for children. Yeah, it was very controversial at the time that it was introduced. Uh, do, you, do you feel that there's a greater public acceptance for the position of the Barrington Declaration now in January of 2022? I do. I think uh, that the, especially now that we have had vaccines, um, it's, it's, it's very effective ones at preventing severe disease and death, it's reduced the, the fear that so many people have from the disease. Uh, at the time, the, the controversy was over whether it was possible to protect vulnerable people when we didn't have the vaccine. Um, I believe it was. But now, since the vaccine has come out, we found that we can protect the vulnerable. We protect them with the vaccines, and we also can protect them with, you know, therapies, new therapies like the, 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 uh, the Pfizer, the new Pfizer pill, uh, and, and other better mechanisms, that we, better technologies we have to protect uh, and treat the disease that we, want, that we didn't have at the time. Um, so I think now is, now is a fantastic, uh, I've seen a fantastic increase in the support for ideas that were in the Great Barrington Declaration. And you support uh, using vaccines, particularly for people who are at a certain time chronologically in life, yes? Absolutely. I mean, I think the vaccines are, they're most important, as I said, for, uh, because the disease is so harmful for older, it's most important to, to use it for older populations because um, that's who gains the most benefit from the vaccines. Um, and there's still many, many people around the world, especially living in poor countries, older people living in poor countries have not been vaccinated. I believe that's the most important priority. 
Um, for younger populations, it's uh, it's uh, it's uh, safe and it's, and it's certainly worthwhile. I just I just think uh, it's up to it should be left to the to the population the, to to individual patients consulting with their doctors and not forced on the population. But I do think the vaccines are an incredibly important tool and useful tool. Messaging is uh, is mixed. We have different jurisdictions dealing with COVID differently. Ireland dropping all of its restrictions. That announcement came out, I think, in the last 24, 36 hours. The UK in the process of doing exactly the same thing. In fact, they're ahead of Ireland. I see Americans sitting shoulder to shoulder at NFL games, and almost no one is wearing a mask. And yet, uh, in Canada, we're still doing things differently to those nations. Uh, Is this just... uh, uh, a byproduct of reality that COVID and Omicron spreads and moves differently at a different pace in different places? Or is the mixed messaging something that we need to deal with? I, I think that the, uh, the, the, vaccine, the uh, vaccines have transformed the debate around the world. What we're seeing in the UK and Ireland is an acknowledgement that with these widespread vaccination efforts successful, and an acknowledgement that the lockdowns have failed to stop disease spread, the strategy is now changing to return to more or less normal life while still working to protect the vulnerable with the vaccines and other technologies. Um, the, 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 uh, the, the, idea, this, the kind of ideas, the kind of policy that we're seeing happen in England and in Ireland, I believe will spread everywhere because they are the, they are the only path forward. We do not have a technology to eradicate the virus. Uh, countries like Australia that work so hard to keep the virus out is seeing enormous increases in disease spread um, now as we speak. Uh, but luckily, they have they've vaccinated their population, so they're likely to see much less death and um, devastation than as uh, than, than other countries that, that are less well vaccinated. Um, I think um, the the choice right now is: do we keep going with these policies which have failed to protect vulnerable pop- populations? And have harmed so many people through the you know these lockdown-focused policies, including their health and economic well-being. Um, or do we acknowledge that we don't have a technology to stop disease spread, but we do have a technology to protect people from the worst ravages of this disease? If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.